0: Hey there, and welcome back to the Kill the Unicorns podcast. This is Janine Derso, your certified life coach, and this is where we help women live a life they really love. Okay, let's go. No actual unicorns were harmed in the making of this podcast. The day they had to stop and start my heart, I knew something had to change. Okay, before I back up a little bit, today's episode is about when you don't choose the solution that's right in front of you, and instead you opt for being fine. How many times have we opted for being fine, in air quotes, because a solution might seem too scary or too hard. All right, so let me tell you this story. So for about 20 years or so, I had this heart condition called an SVT. It's a supraventricular tachycardia. And that means that there's an electrical malfunction. And I could just be sitting here right now And my heart rate would go from a regular 70 beats per minute, which is a normal resting heart rate, to 180 in a matter of seconds. And it would stay there until I got myself out of it. Now, over the years, I'd ended up in the hospital a couple of times. I had, you know, obviously have a cardiologist and she told me the ways to get out of an SVT. And then I also carry medication with me. So she also told me about a solution that is called ablation. And there they have to go and through your leg up into your heart and create an SVT on the spot. You're awake for this procedure. And the whole thing just freaked me out. And I was like, no, thank you. I am not opting for the ablation. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. I know what the SVTs are like. I know how to deal with this and I'm fine. It's okay. I do not want to run towards that other scenario. So fast forward, I would manage you know, my way through this. It wasn't greatly Impacting my life, although when they would happen, they would tend to happen every couple of weeks and out of the blue. And I ended up in the hospital on Christmas Eve one year. Like it was just like not really fine, do you know? (laughs) But I would just handle it because I'm like, the alternative is not okay for me right now. So, anyway, fast forward to last November, and I sat down at my desk and all of a sudden I had an SVT and I thought, okay, I've got this, like I know how to get out of these things. Let me just text the person I'm about to interview and tell them I just need 15 minutes or so and we'll all be good. All right, well, 15 minutes came and went and it wasn't resolved. Half an hour, I call my cardiologist and she said, if it doesn't resolve in the next 20 minutes that we should probably go to the ER. So by the time we get to the emergency room, I'm in this state of an elevated heart rate for almost two hours. I mean, I was out of breath. It was like I was running a marathon. And by the time I got to the hospital, my heart rate was a steady 175. They take me right away, they do all these tests and they said, listen, you cannot be in this elevated state for this long because there is potential for this to turn into something worse. So we need to stop and start your heart and basically Reboot you. So they gave me this injection of a drug that would essentially reboot me. Now, to the outside, to the doctors and nurses in the room and my husband, you're looking at the monitors and the numbers went back to normal right away. I mean, it wasn't a long process, it wasn't very dramatic. It was an IV in my arm. And from the outside, it just seemed like I'm fine, right? The numbers went back to normal right away. She's fine. But on the inside, this rebooting was an intense experience, to say the least. It felt like the tsunami was coming up, like almost like from my feet up, just like swelling inside my body up to my head with nowhere to go. It was like I was imploding. This resetting was a reboot back to factory settings, if you will, right? And it was intense. Like the physical feeling lasted much longer than The numbers on the screen going back to normal. And in that moment, that is when I decided that I'm going to go for the ablation. (laughs) Okay. The thing that was terrifying me for 20 years was nothing compared to this experience of being rebooted. And so it's interesting, right? What does it take for you to decide that fine is not fine? And so I had the solution at my fingertips for 20 years and I never took it because I'm fine. I'm fine until they're stopping and starting your heart. Then how fine is fine? Why did I have to go to that brink in order to make the decision? What was so wrong with the ablation? it was actually all me. It was actually just in my head. I created this scenario of fear around this thing. Now, not to say that it's not scary. It is, it's a little weird when they go through your leg and up into your heart. I'm not gonna lie, it's a little freaky. But there are doctors who do this all day, every day. And the success rate is very high. I had the facts and the evidence to support me doing that. And I didn't do it because I was in my own way and letting fear stop me. Where else in your life is fine, fine. Where are you settling for not running towards a solution because it feels scary? What is it going to take for you to decide? What's interesting is I did have the ablation. And yeah, of course it was a little scary. It's a little freaky, but I'm going to tell you a story in the next episode about what made that experience much better for me. But honestly, I could have made it better myself years ago. I, you know, I know probably about eight people who have had ablations and they were successful. They were fine, <laughs> better than fine. They were fixed afterwards. But that wasn't enough evidence for me. I chose to stay in the side of fear. And that is a place that I now help people move away from. Yes, fear is always going to be in our life. Like we can't wait to not have fear. I think that's what I wanted. I wanted to wait until I wasn't afraid of it. But here's what I know now. Fear is always going to be there. It's not a bad emotion. It's a human emotion. But when we let fear drive the bus, it keeps us stuck. It keeps us just in fine. How can you decide to take the solutions that are right there? But sometimes we have to get out of our own way to see the solution. We're not always going to have someone say to you, here it is. In another example, you know, I recently left my career. I never thought that was possible for me. I really didn't think that was possible until I was trained to be a life coach and I learned how to look for these things in my life differently. Then I could see the solutions that were right there because now I worked on other things like my belief in myself, like opening up myself to possibilities. What does that look like? That's the practice I'm in right now. I help women see the possibilities for their life and it lights me up because this is what was missing from my life for the last 20 years. And not just for the ablation, but for my life. What did I want my life to look like? So there are solutions right here in front of you, but we're so busy telling ourselves we can't have them, that we don't know what they are, that it's not possible. Like I like to say, we can't read the label from inside the jar. Sometimes it takes someone else to show you what's possible for you, but I'm gonna teach you how to see them for yourself. It is life-changing. And that is exactly what I've done in these last six months is change my life. Not only did I change my heart, but then I changed my life because now I know how, now I know what it actually takes for real. I would love to help you. Go to JanineDurso.com and sign up for a free 30-minute consult call and let's see what solutions are possible for you no matter what your circumstances are right now. Let's be done settling for fine because how much time do you think you have? Let's create a life you love. All right, I'll see you soon. Bye.